Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, and welcome to episode number 170 of Amber on Podcast. I am your host, Amber Camille Ligon, and this podcast is all about doing more good for you and more good for more people. Thank you so much for joining me. There are so many wonderful, helpful podcasts out there. And on this show, I bring you the best of the best so you can spend less time searching and more time enjoying your life. Podcasts saved my life when I hit rock bottom, which is what inspired me to create this show so that someone out there who is searching for answers will find what they need to help them on their journey. In this episode, you will learn how to be your authentic self, how to fight anxiety, and the physical changes your body experiences when you practice gratitude, featuring the inspiring singer, songwriter, and mindfulness expert, Jewel. I am a huge fan of Jewel, and her story is one that is guaranteed to lift you up and give you tools to help you wherever you are on your journey. Her story from homelessness to superstar is one that I love to revisit time and time again because it is just so inspiring and remarkable, truly remarkable. So sit back, relax, and prepare to have all the good feels. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode, and I would really love to have you join me. Now, let's get down to the good stuff, and let's start the show. I love origin stories. I love to hear how people escaped their dark lives and were able to rebuild and reemerge as someone great and become someone truly remarkable. Jewel's story is all that and more, dear listeners, because not only did she manage to overcome her abusive childhood, she has also taken the time for self-reflection and learning so that she can teach others how to do the same. We all need healing. We all have anxiety. We all desire to make change. So today's episode is valuable for all of us, especially in these trying times. Most of you probably already know a little bit about Jewel. She is a four-time Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter who has sold more than 30 million albums and had one of the best-selling debut records of all time. She is also a multiple-time New York Times best-selling author, actor, and philanthropist who has had a Cirque du Soleil show made about her life. She has been on the cover of Time magazine and wrote one of the best-selling poetry books of all time. Today, Jewel is at the forefront of the mindfulness movement, helping large companies lead their employees to find harmony in their lives. And she's also producing a new documentary with mindfulness expert Deepak Chopra called Mindfulness Movement. This episode was inspired by Jewel's interview on the Impact Theory podcast, where she details her personal journey and the work she is doing to help more people live better lives. Jewel was raised on a homestead in Alaska around animals and nature. She was taught that you have to fend for yourself and hard work is required. 
Unfortunately, there was also a lot of abuse in her home. So Jewel left home at age 15 and made the commitment to herself that she would not become another statistic. She knew what happened to kids like her from abusive homes, and she was determined to do everything in her power to avoid jail or or death. Eventually, Jewel made it to San Diego, where she was propositioned by her boss. And when she wouldn't have sex with him, he wouldn't give her her paycheck. So she couldn't pay her rent and was living in her car. She thought it wouldn't last long that she would be able to save her money and put a deposit down on a new apartment. But then her car got stolen and then she was living on the street. Jewel was homeless for an entire year while living in San Diego. She says, when you don't have an address, it's hard to get a job. It's hard to get a resume. She, she couldn't even get hired at 7-Eleven. Plus, she started looking really homeless. And the amount of time and energy it takes to survive, to find shelter, food, and water is exhausting. During this time, she started suffering from panic attacks, anxiety, and agoraphobia. And she knew she would end up in jail or dead if she didn't do something. She remembered a quote by Buddha that says, Happiness doesn't depend on who you are or what you have. It depends on what you think. So she set out to change her thoughts. She was stripped of everything else except her thoughts. So she set out to see if she could change her life one thought at a time. She took it really seriously, but she had so much anxiety. She couldn't figure out what she was thinking in real time. If you've ever dealt with anxiety, you know it's almost like you're outside of your body. You can't see or hear what's going on on the inside or track your thoughts. Everything feels overwhelming and unmanageable. So she started watching her hands because your hands are the servants of your thoughts. It's your thoughts slowed down into action. She wanted to see what her hands were doing so she could have more insight into her mind. She was desperate to figure out how this works and how she could problem solve her way out of her situation. She says, part of being a creative person is you get good at problem solving. She moved out when she was 15, so her whole life was problem solving. She had a notebook and she wrote down everything she did with her hands. I washed my hands. I didn't want to shake this person's hand. I put my hands in my pockets. I opened a door. This trained her to be in touch with herself, with her movement, and with her thoughts. At the end of two weeks, she realized that she'd quit believing herself. Her thoughts were all, I can't, I can't, I can't. Plus, there was an unexpected side effect of her journaling. Her anxiety disappeared. There were not mindfulness books about this at the time, so this was a huge discovery for Jewel. She realized that fear is a thief. It takes the past and projects it onto the future and robs you of the only opportunity you have to change. She realized that if she really wanted to change, she had to show up in the moment. She realized that when she was observing herself, her anxiety disappeared. She learned that she is not her thoughts. She is the observer of her thoughts. This revelation created a magical gap between her thoughts and who she is. If she was sad, she wasn't sad. She was the observer of sad. She describes mindfulness as creating a gap between your thoughts and your action. The gap is when you can step in and change and rewire old patterns and start new patterns. 
she realized that if we do sit and contemplate a problem, we will come to some truth that many other people come to in similar situations. She calls it going into the river of yourself to find the ocean of everything else. This is the same thing I experienced when I was laid off in 2016 and lost everything. When I started looking inward and thinking about my problems, I found the same answers that many other people had already found and written books about. I use this as a map to get through my darkest moments and feel less alone. I love this idea of going into the river of yourself to find the ocean of everything else. It is true that the answers are within you. We are so much stronger than we think we are. Which is exactly what Jewel realized when she was homeless. She was addicted to stealing, addicted to negativity and to anxiety. She realized that if we are so naturally addicted, there must be a good reason why our evolution designed us to such. Her anxiety was being stimulated by her homelessness, then her reaction would be to steal, and then she would have a reward. She knew she had to break this cycle of anxiety, steal, reward, and replace stealing with writing, and stuck with it enough to where she started getting a reward. She realized she could take specific problems and tackle them this way. She sang and wrote her entire life, and that forces you to be present. She realized if you are being observant or curious, you are in a mindful state. If you are anxious, all you need to do is get really observant and really curious. You are forced to instantly be in a mindful state without meditation. This is why taking walks helps so much with anxiety. When I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed, a walk is always the best remedy. I take 15 to 30 minute walks and observe and am curious about what I see and I come back feeling more relaxed and rejuvenated. When Jewel was homeless, she realized she had two basic states, open and dilated or tight and contracted. She realized every thought, feeling, or action led to one of these two states. When she felt a panic attack coming on, she would use her feelings, thoughts, and actions to get into an open, dilated state. For her, this worked with gratitude. She forced herself to feel the sun, to feel the air, to see the reflection of the palm trees on her skin, and it forced her entire system to dilate. Now we know that science proves this. When you practice gratitude and mindfulness, your vascular system dilates and your blood pressure drops. Blood flow patterns change in your brain. Jewel experienced this firsthand when she was homeless, and it's the same practice that she teaches people today. Jewel made it through being homeless and ended up getting discovered. Her goal when she got discovered was to be a whole happy person first and be a musician second. And she stayed true to that. She has continued her education and developing skills. She took years between records to focus on herself and her personal growth. She did lots of things that are bad for her career, but she felt that was the only way for her to invest in her humanity and keep good on the promise she made to herself. She is currently writing a book that is all about change and how you build a new reality and personality through emotional connections and understandings to get yourself on a completely new trajectory. She says you can have intellectual awakenings and therapeutic realizations, but until you find skills you can practice every day, you're not going to build a new neural network and you're not going to be able to create a new thought paradigm for yourself. 
Jewel is focused on providing skills and tools that you can use every day. The thing she can't give you is the willingness to do it. It's the willingness to change. Change is for warriors. Change is not easy. She says, being dysfunctional is a lot of work and it's exhausting, but there's no end. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. Learning a new way is hard and can be exhausting, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So that's the better bet. A lot of people say they want to change, but they don't because it takes real work and commitment. Jewel studied ancient wisdoms of indigenous cultures and neuroscience to understand what causes change. You are what you do every day. Excellence is a habit. It's the things that you do. When you want to change your life, what you are really trying to do is change behaviors. You can change your diet and understand your body's chemistry, doing blood work. You can find tools and resources. You can implement yourself if you don't have access to help or therapy. This is what Jewel is really passionate about because she didn't have this access when she was struggling. If you have money for a therapist, but your life isn't changing, you need to look at it again. How do you quantify change? What is the metric for change? Jewel says there are three pillars to change. Transformation, transmutation, and transcendence. Number one is transformation. We must look at what gives form to what we are looking at. We must understand its nature and feel motivated to transform it into something else. This is where you identify where you are and where you want to go. Number two is transmutation. This requires sacrificing the energy of what you want to change so you can get to the next step. To let go of the illusions and digest what you are changing so it can become something else. This is where we put new concepts into action. We must act on knowledge to transform it into wisdom. When we don't get rid of the perceptions and old ideas, it creates a blind spot and keeps us from changing. Number three is transcendence. This is where we use intention to set a new path that allows us to transcend our past experience. It is possible to change so foundational that our old stories and traumas no longer trigger us. It no longer has power over us and we are able to choose where we want to go. To help facilitate change, Jewel started using her anxiety as a clue and a friend. She realized she didn't need to fix herself as much as she needed to do a very loving archaeological dig on who she was and remove the programming. She used her anxiety and realized every time she had anxiety, she was engaging in a thought or behavior that wasn't authentic to her true nature. It became a neon sign that let her know she was engaging in a thought, behavior, or action that does not agree with her. She says, anxiety is our body's way of communicating with us that what you just ate, what you just thought, what you just did, who you just talked to, whatever it is, doesn't agree with you. You just need to get good at listening. We all have the hope that we will not get hurt again or not be blindsided again, but this is just life. We can't avoid it no matter how much work we do on ourselves. We can't change what happens. Life happens. Something is always being born and breaking down, but what we do get to control is how life changes us. Jewel teaches us to look at it like being an artist and take the dark energies and weave them into something that makes you a more resilient, loving, wise person. 
This can give you comfort when you deal with loss, grief, and trauma, because you know you can weave this hurt into your life and use it for good, to grow, to evolve. One important last thing that Jewel touches on is authenticity and perfectionism. While she was homeless, she learned that her authenticity was her only currency, and she held on to that and worked harder so that she could maintain her authenticity always. That is part of the reason why her work ethic is so strong, because she has long been committed to being her authentic self above all else. I talk a lot about authenticity on this show because there is true freedom that comes when you live authentically and stop trying to be perfect all the time. This was a big change for me to commit to on my own journey. I was focused on being perfect, on on looking perfect, talking perfect, living perfect, and it created so much trouble for me and kept me from being present, from being happy, and from being truly myself. The best thing you can offer the world is your true, authentic self. No one else can do it except for you, and the world needs you. Someone needs to hear your story. Someone needs to feel your love. And when you can abandon perfectionism and live authentically, you can be present in a way that isn't possible otherwise. Like Jewel says, perfectionism limits your ability to be great. If you want to be great, you have to be willing to fail on a grand scale. And perfectionism won't let you do that. Take it from an expert and someone who has lived through it. Use this knowledge on your journey to do more good for yourself and more good for more people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending your precious time learning and growing with me. I am so thankful to be able to share this story with you, dear listeners. I had no idea that Jewel was so insightful and full of wisdom. She is a true light in this world and someone we can all look to for strength and tools to help us lead a better life. I highly recommend you listen or watch her full interview on the Impact Theory podcast. Now you know how Jewel went from homelessness to global celebrity, the three keys to making any change, and why perfectionism limits your ability to be great. For all of the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates, visit mytalkingdollars.com. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe. Please leave a review. If you love the show, reviews on iTunes really help grow the show and are a great way for me to connect with you. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.